Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing understanding off-market apartment buildings. Have you always wanted to invest in real estate, but didn't have the time, didn't know where to find the deals, couldn't get the funding, and didn't want tenants calling you? Since 2006, I've been buying income-producing properties in great locations that provide us with consistent passive income while we wait for appreciation in the future and take advantage of tax laws while we're waiting. And unlike your financial advisor, we invest alongside our investors in every property we purchase. Check out investwithharborside.com. If you like the idea of investing in real estate, if you like the idea of passive income, partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. Spend a little time online browsing websites or investment summaries of different real estate syndicators, and you'll probably see the term off-market mentioned. This is normally considered a selling point when the firm is looking for investors. But what does off-market really mean? In this episode, I'm discussing commercial multifamily properties, that's five plus units. In residential, one to four unit real estate, true off-market deals are much more common than with five plus apartment complexes. When you're selling an apartment complex, there are a few different listing options you can choose. The first is non-exclusive, and this is least popular, so I'll touch on it quickly, but in this listing type, the seller does not agree to sell a property through any particular broker. The seller is merely telling a number of brokers the price he wants and the percentage of commission he is willing to pay. The brokers then start speaking to their clients and try to find a buyer. The problem with this listing agreement is that many potential buyers will be contacted multiple times by multiple brokers. There's only so many of true commercial multifamily buyers out there. Most potential and experienced buyers will then pass on the deal because it is not clear who they should be talking to. When I get contacted by multiple brokers for the same property, I will just usually pass because there is a lot of confusion with non-exclusive deals. And I want to speak to the broker who's, number one, working directly with the seller, not like a second party that got it from that broker. And I want to talk to the broker who has the best relationship with the seller, which you don't really know when you just get sent an email. Now, the second is an exclusive listing that is public. And if you've ever listed a house for sale with an exclusive listing and the agent put it on the MLS, you just agreed to a public exclusive listing. The seller contracts and signs a listing agreement with one broker. They sell the property by making e marketing through email blasts, uh, USPS mailings, online brokerage websites in hopes of getting the highest and best offer. Makes sense. And just a note here, you never want to have a sign, a physical sign placed at your apartment complex when you are selling it. This will create endless problems with tenants, and once the property sells, the new management company will contact the tenants and explain that they are now in charge. Listing agreements, private or public, should mention that no sign will be placed at the property, but it's always an important thing that you need to request and uh, require that it's in that agreement. The third type is an exclusive listing, but is kept private. In this scenario, the seller signs an exclusive agreement with one broker to sell their property, but wants it sold privately. They do not want to email to tens of thousands of random people. And this is what most investors uh, consider an off-market deal because it's not publicly advertised and marketed to the masses. The listing, however, will be emailed to hundreds, maybe thousands of investors in their CRM. These might be pre-vetted investors or investors that have purchased before or have actually spoken to the broker at their firm, etc. But the listing is still being offered to many investors. 
Fourth is a true off-market deal. And this is when a buyer contacts a property owner directly and tries to purchase the property or hires a broker to contact a seller to assist in purchasing a property. You know, I was involved with a deal last year where the seller sold us a property since a partner of mine used to work at the firm that was selling it. And that was a true direct to seller off-market deal. Now, one caveat I wanna make is just because something is off market in the five plus multifamily space, don't believe that you're going to get a deal. I mean, people reach out to me about how to purchase off market apartment buildings. And yes, you might be able to get a minor discount, but most sellers, especially in larger complexes, are very savvy and sophisticated. Whenever I've spoken to owners directly, they always have a broker that they've spoken to in the past, and that broker told them they could get like 25% more or something ridiculous to get the listing, and it's a long-term play when trying to buy direct. It is much different than single family where you find someone behind on taxes and their utilities are just shut off and a wholesaler offers them 50% of the property's value and settles at 60%. Um, completely different sellers, completely different situations. Uh, with five plus multifamily going direct, you're hoping to purchase the property for market price without getting into a bidding war. And that's the big thing. You can go in there and there's not gonna be, hopefully not gonna be someone else there to uh, one-up you at the bidding and uh, get into some sort of best and final. Next time you hear that a property is off market, speak to the operators and find out more details. How did they find the property, you know, et cetera? I mean, like, where did they come across it? My favorite is when I'm told that a property uh, is being purchased off market, but they say they want a best and final offer. And I think to myself, how many other investors were bidding for this property? Not really off market. Keep in mind though, the biggest investors that purchase the most deals are looking at all deals, public, private, and direct. They are also consistently buying during all portions of the market cycle. And this is one way to be moved to the top of the list when brokers get a private listing. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.